Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning. Hmm. Louder. Sing a little louder. Sing a little louder. Sing a little louder. Sing a little louder. Good morning. Sing a little louder. Good morning. My enemies. Sing a little louder. Sing a little louder. Good morning, good morning. Sing a little louder. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Sing a little louder. A little louder. Sing a little louder. Good morning. I'm going to sing in the middle of a storm. Praises, good morning, good morning. Yeah, the king is alive. Good morning. I'm gonna sing in the middle of a storm. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Praise a hallelujah. Praise a hallelujah. I raise a hallelujah. Yeah. I raise a hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, thank you. You got to raise your own hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. My God, I raise a hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We bless your name. We praise you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We bless your name. We praise you. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you. I raise a hallelujah. Yeah, my God. I raise a hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, hallelujah. I raise a hallelujah. Good morning. I raise a hallelujah. My God, I raise a hallelujah. Good morning, good morning, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, when a storm is brewing, instead of shrinking back, you've got to raise a hallelujah. That's what that song reminds us. And I'm just grateful for the reminder of who the King of Glory's glory is and what heaven will do for us. So we raise a hallelujah. And if we make a decision to raise a hallelujah beyond the noise, if we make a decision that we will not spend time focused on all of the madness happening around us. And I'm not just talking about coronavirus. Some of you have been experiencing your own storms in your life. Your storm was brewing before this even surfaced. But if you will raise a hallelujah, like if you will raise the standard, if you will let praise be your weapon, the enemy has to flee. He can't exist in an environment of praise. He can't exist when the glory of the Lord reigns. He can not exist. He cannot stand in that kind of rain. He can't stand in that kind of encouragement. He can't stand in that kind of environment. He doesn't like for people to be happy. He doesn't like for people to press forward. And so when we make a decision to raise a hallelujah, it confuses the enemy, especially in a time or a season when he expects us to be distraught and he expects us to be consumed and he expects us to be overwhelmed and he expects us to be fainting and us to give up. And it's like, no, we're going to raise a hallelujah. We're going to raise a hallelujah. We're going to raise a hallelujah to the King of Kings. We're going to raise a hallelujah to the King of glory. We're going to raise a hallelujah. We're going to bless God's name. We're going to resound throughout all the earth. We're going to let them know we serve the King of glory. We're not going to keep passing all this junk. We're not going to keep biting into all this mess. We're not going to get into no argument. We're not going to spend any more time on what's around us. We're going to focus on the King of glory and it's, we're just going to raise a hallelujah to him. We're just going to bless his name. Praise is your weapon. Praise is your weapon. Praise is your weapon. Just raise a hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I trust you. Lord, I don't understand everything that's going on around me, but I believe Jesus to be King of Kings and I believe Jesus to be Lord of Lord. And he was bruised for my iniquities and he was chastised for my peace, but by his stripes, I am the hill. So we're going to raise a hallelujah, Lord God. We're going to thank you for being a good, good father. We're going to anchor ourselves in your word. We're going to hold on to the truth. We're going to act unbothered. 
Remember a few months ago, I told you when we read Psalms 23 and he says he makes a table before our enemies. We got to sit at the table eating and acting as if we're unbothered. It does not matter what the enemy tries to present to us as whatever the circumstance is, be it your health, be it your finances, be it your family. You need to sit at that table and keep eating. You need to sit at that table and keep eating. You need to give a look up at him like, man, I'm unbothered. I'm unbothered. I'm unbothered. I'm not going to sit and put my eyes on this. I'm going to trust the, the word of God. That's why I told you stop spending so much time on social media. Stop. Get your, get, get off social media. Social media had you in a crisis. When you're in a crisis, social media will have you in a further crisis. So we're going to just raise a hallelujah. And if you will just shout a hallelujah as loud as you can, just shout a hallelujah as loud as you can. Hallelujah. Like just shout a hallelujah. Hallmark this day. Hallmark this day where your hallelujah was raised to the king of glory. Hallelujah. 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 My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I worship you. My God, I bless your name. My God, I praise you. My God, you are the king of glories, Lord God. You are the king strong and mighty in battle. And we just bless your name and we praise you and we trust you and we love you and we adore you and we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. Hallelujah is the highest praise. Hallelujah is the highest praise. Hallelujah. 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 If you will just raise a hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Lord God, we will be anchored in your truth today. We will be anchored in your word today. We will not rest or trust in fear. We bind up the strong man, the principality of fear that's been trying to come against our hearts and against our mind. And we cast it back to the pits of hell from which it came. And we raise a hallelujah to you today, Lord. We raise a hallelujah to you today, Lord. We raise a hallelujah to the King of glories. We raise a hallelujah to the King of kings. Thank you, Lord. Glory, 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 glory. We will be anxious for absolutely nothing. We will put our request in prayers, knowing you are the God that sits on the throne and you will answer us. We raise a hallelujah to you. We raise a hallelujah to you this morning. We raise a hallelujah to you and we will be comforted in the fact that you are the king of kings. You are the king of glory. Now open our eyes to see, Lord God. Open our eyes to see, Lord God. Let us see the angels encamped around us, angels in our neighborhood, angels throughout our nation. Let open our eyes, give them sight to see you, Lord God. Let them feel you, let them experience you. Let miracle signs and wonders be a sign that you are in our midst, Lord God. We thank you, Jehovah Gabor. You are the Jehovah. You are go to war for us. You fight for us. We thank you, King of Glories. We thank you, King of Glories. We thank you, Great I Am. We thank you, Prince of Peace. We thank you, Lord of our hosts. 
We thank you. You are the Lord of armies. My God, we thank you for the angels encamped around us. Open their eyes to see, Lord God. Let them see. Let them hear the sound of rain. Let me let them hear your thunderous horses. My God, I thank you. 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 I thank you, Lord God. Give them eyes to see angels encamped around them, angels in the hospital rooms, angels as a fortress, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. You are defender of the plague, Lord God. We thank you for the blood, Lord God. My God, I thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you for the angels at the hospital doors like fortress, Lord God. We lift up all our healthcare professionals to you, all of our decision makers right now but especially all of our nurses and our doctors and our phlebotomists and our CNAs, Lord God, and those that still have to work in this community, we lift them up against you, Lord God. And we thank you. The angels are encamped around them, Father God. We thank you. They will not be in fear. They will not abandon their assignment and they will sing a hallelujah, Lord God, throughout your hospital rooms. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. King of glory. Thank you. Great. I am. Thank you. Prince of peace. Thank you. Jehovah Jireh. Thank you. Jehovah Rapha. Thank you. Jehovah Salome. Thank you. Jehovah Disiknu, thank you, God, Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, Lord of Sabot, Jehovah Sabot. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We raise our hands. We thank you in victory, my God. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We bless you, we praise you, we magnify you, we glorify you, Lord God. We thank you that the angels are in count. We thank you, Lord God, that they stand as a fortress outside every hospital, outside every doctor's office, Lord God, warning that no principality, warning that no presence, no dark force, warning, sending warning. You can't, the angels, our angels are encamped and they are a fortress around us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Angels at our door ports, all angels in our neighborhood, angels in our grocery stores, angels in the restaurant, angels in the business, angels go do our bidding. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, Father. My God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Shield and protect them, Lord God, like only you can do. Shield and protect them, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, I thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, we bless you, we praise you, we magnify you, Lord God. We lift up your name for Jesus is on the throne and you reign. You reign in our homes and you reign in our finances. And we speak multiplication and increase over our life that it will not even add up, that it won't make sense, Lord God. I thank you, I thank you for supernatural increase. I hear you, Father. I thank you for the wisdom that comes from above. I thank you, Lord God. God, that we will not be touched by this. We will not be singed by this. We will not. We thank you. 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 We thank you that the angels are encamped around us. My God, I thank you for your angels. I thank you that the angels are on assignment, Father God. I thank you that they go to war for us, Lord God. I thank you, Prince of Peace. I thank you, King of Kings. I thank you, Lord of Lord, I thank you, great I am. My God, I thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah is the highest 
praise. We thank you. 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 We are anchored in you. We trust you, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. My God, my God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. I bless you, Father God. Angels go and do our bidding, Lord God. I thank you. You are our fortress. You are our rock. You are our redeemer, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, thank you, thank you. Raise a hallelujah. Raise a hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah is the highest praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you for angels encamped around us. My God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, my God. I thank you. My God, I thank you. God has assigned angels. They will stand still like a fortress, not allowing anything to present itself. And I saw, like I saw two angels sitting, standing in front of the doors of the hospital room. So you just, for those of you that are workers and you work in the medical field, and those of you that are still having to go to work, you release your angels to go to work on behalf for you. You raise a hallelujah. You thank God that your angels are warring. Angels are assigned to you. I'm not making something up. This is in the Bible. Hebrews 1 and 14 tells you your angels go do your bidding. So thank God that your angels are standing guard outside your house. Plead the blood of Jesus over your house. Put some oil on your door and sign that this house belongs to the King of glories. This house belongs to the King of glories. For those of you that have got to go to work in the hospital, put some oil on the doors of the hospital and assign your hospital to be for the King of glories. As you be an intercessor and you being a believer, God has got to work on our behalf. I don't know why we don't think one prayer or our prayers are important or our prayers can't be heard or our prayers can't manifest something. He said we can, one person can put thousand to flight. So think about two, three, four, five, six, get the other people that are believers with you. Y'all stand in the blood. Y'all stand in the doorways. Y'all stand at the hospital door and you raise a hallelujah to the King of glory. If you have loved ones that are in the hospital, you raise a hallelujah to the King of glory. You raise a hallelujah to him. You, you raise, you stand, you say, you dispatch the angels into their room to be encamped around their room that no plague shall come near their dwelling. The word is active. It is alive. It is a sword. It is moving on our behalf. My God, the principality of the air does not have authority over us. You have authority. Jesus said, I came to give you all authority. I came to give you all authority all authority in the heaven and the earth. I came to give you all authority to lay hands on the sick. Come on, to trample on demons, cast out demons and to trample on servants. I came to give you all authority. So you release and dispatch your angels and you stand steadfast in the fact that the King of Goy is working for you. Don't just read Psalms 91. And I'm going to read it. You take Psalms 91 in like it's medicine. You take Psalms 91 in like it's the truth. And you stand steadfast that the King of glory is on the scene. And I know so many of you guys had so many life situations going on before all this 
mess started. This needs to be your stance until it bows to the name of Jesus. It needs to be your stance until it bows. It has got to bow to the name of Jesus. So Father God, we lift up all our medical professionals, every doctor, every heart surgeon, Lord God, every breast surgeon, everyone, even the janitors, everybody connected to the hospital. We lift them up before you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you that the angels are encamped around them. Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for your holy power. We thank you, Father God, for your word is working, Lord God. It is slicing. It is dicing. It is cutting, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. The angels are encamped around every hospital, every clinic, Lord God. They are at the doorposts, Lord God. We thank you for angels at Baptist and angels at UAMS and angels at St. Vincent, Lord God, and at angels. We thank you that our angels are released. We thank you. It's an angelic invasion, Lord God. We thank you, King of Kings. We thank you, Lord of hosts. And we just raise a hallelujah to you this morning. And we stand steadfast that your angels are encamped in our neighborhoods, Lord. God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you that your angelic army, my God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I acknowledge you today to be the one true King, to be the only God, to be the King of glory, the King strong and mighty. I acknowledge you, daddy God today that you are on the throne bold, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Make your people bold as a lion, Lord God. We thank you. 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 We glorify you. We magnify you. We lift up the name of Jesus and we just say, thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. You are our shield. You are our buckler. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the angelic host, my God, encamped around us being dispatched in neighborhoods and dispatched in nursing homes and dispatched in vulnerable populations, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for angelic hosts in prisons, Lord God, and in our shelters, Lord God. We thank you. And amongst our homeless populations, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you. 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 In Jesus name, my God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. We glorify you. We magnify you and we say thank you. My God, we raise a hallelujah. 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 Lord God, we stand in the gaps, Father God, even for those that do not believe, Lord God. And we just simply say thank you, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Father God, we pray a shield of protection 
around all of us that are of faith, all of God's faithful servants, all of God's pastors and teachers and prophets that are also on the front line, having to minister to the people, having to um, still feed their congregations, having to assure their congregations. We pray for you as well. We thank you that there is a shield and protection, that there is no retribution against you for still preaching the word of God and teaching the word of God and ministering hope to your people. Um, you are on the front lines also for all the intercessors right now. We thank you, Lord God, you are on the front lines. So we thank you that a shield of protection is around all our spiritual and faith leaders that are on the front line that are ministering hope to the people that are continuing business as usual, even though the enemy has wanted to stop their faith. We thank God for you. We thank God for your faithfulness. We thank God that you don't give up. We thank you that you are being our anchor in the storm. And we thank you that the King of glory is working on your behalf have and that you stay strong and that you stay encouraged and you stay full of hope. It is a daunting task to enlighten or encourage a population or encourage a generation when the world is trying to present a different situation and for you to be called to the front lines and ministry and to bring hope and God to use you during this circumstance and this situation. Um, we just lift you up right now in the name of Jesus. It is not an easy call and we lift you up and we thank you, Lord God, and we thank you, Lord of hosts, and we thank you, Father God, for all that you're doing. We thank you for this word today. Give with eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart open to receive you. Open our eyes, Lord God, so that we will not be confused. Lord, give your people ears to see and to hear today. Lord God, let them not be in a frantic. Let them not be overwhelmed or consumed by anything that they see. Let them seek your face and seek your voice. Let them trust you, Lord God. Let them be woke to you. Let them be woke to the times. Let them remember the prophecies. Let them remember what you said in your word. Let them be anchored. Let them not be guiled. Let them not straddle the line. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the helmet of salvation. We thank you for the breastplate of righteousness. We thank you that our feet are shod with the gospel of peace. We thank you, Lord God, that we have on our belt of truth and that we are carrying our sword with us right now in Jesus name. And we bind every plot, plan, ploy and satanic um, device that has been trying to come against our peace. We bind it back to the pits of hell in Jesus name. Amen. Well, good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, AKA LMJ. If this is your very first time logging on, we are so happy to have you here. You are amongst a community of believers. Those of us that get up in the morning at 5 a.m. and worship God and trust God with our day. And we're making a decision every day to lean not into our own understanding, but in all our ways to acknowledge God and allow him to direct our path. And it hasn't always been easy and it hasn't always been perfect, but we're learning to trust God and we're learning to build up our most holy faith. And we're learning to experience God like absolutely never ever before. So we welcome you. We are so glad you joined us today. We are so glad you are not here by accident. God led you here so that you could connect with this community 
of believers and i am so so grateful for you if any of you want to know the song that i we were listening to earlier that song is called raise a hallelujah and my sister sent the song to me last night i had not heard the song before and it just encouraged me and it was right after I was praying. Thank you for that, Xavier. So thank, thank you for being here today. And let's be encouraged today. We're about to get in the word today. We've been studying the book of Ephesians written by the apostle Paul. We know that all word is inspired and breathed by God. And we have just been understanding who we are in Christ Jesus. And it's been burning up the chaff and it's been breaking things off of us that do not line up with the word of God and it ain't been easy, baby. <laughs> I felt like I had to go there. It ain't been easy. It ain't been easy. It ain't necessarily been easy, but it's been necessary, right? It ain't been easy, but it's been necessary. And so we have been sitting before God as if we are being inspected on the potter's wheel. We have been learning how, learning how we are chosen, how we are redeemed, how we are set free, how much our God loves us how intentional God is for us, how he's been looking for us. And we just love the work God is doing. I understand now when the scripture says, he who the son set free is free indeed. I get it now. And I, every time God deals with me about an issue or God deals with me about, um, a circumstance or a situation. I just can see God um, burning up the chaff. I can see God um, moving on my behalf. Like I just see the power of God and I feel the freedom. Like I feel the freedom. I feel more and more freedom. I feel less entanglement to things that I thought used to concern me. They don't concern me absolutely anymore. So I just thank God for his encouragement. I thank him for his ministering angels encamped around us. And I just thank you for grace, mercy, and love. Father God, thank you that the words of my mouth be acceptable in your sight. You are our strength. You are our redeemer, Lord God. And I thank you. We're starting to not focus on things that don't matter. And we thank you. You are our encouragement. I want to read Psalms 91 today to start our day off. And then we're going to get in scripture today. We're talking about being shielded and we're talking about our shield of faith. We're still in Ephesians. We're still studying the armor of God so that we can properly put on our armor. And most of us have probably learned that we didn't have the right armor on. Like we haven't had our armor on correctly. And I need you to know, how important the shield is because um, there's weaknesses in other places, right? And so the shield, when you learn how the shield operates, right? You're gonna wanna spend more time in the truth and build up your faith because actually the shield is the thing that can protect us from our weaknesses. So I hope that the Holy Spirit open your eyes to see, your ears to hear, and that this word gets planted in your heart and that you can receive it like ever, never, ever, 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 ever before. So Psalms 91, and I am, give me a second. I'm gonna switch Bibles. I'm gonna go to my Christian standard Bible. Let me switch Bibles. Um, mm -mm -mm. and I love my Bible. I love Bibles. I love to be able to hold the word in my hand. Um, I have all kinds of technology. 
but I love it. So we're going to go to my Christian Standard Bible and we're going to read Psalms 91 from it. It says the one and you can insert your name in there. The one who lives under the protection of the most high dwells in the shadow of the almighty. I will say concerning the Lord, who is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He himself will rescue you from the bird trap, from the destructive plague. He will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of the night, the arrow that flies by day, the plague that stalks in darkness or the pestilence that ravages at noon. Though a thousand fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, the pestilence will not reach you. You will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked because you have made the Lord my refuge, the most high your dwelling place. No harm will come to you. No plague will come near your tent for he will give his angels orders to protect you in all your ways. They will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the young lion and the serpent because he has his heart set on me. And you can put your name in there because he has his heart set on on Lakeisha because he has his heart set on Javen because he has his heart set on Judah because he has his heart set on Jaleel because he has his heart set on Jermaine because he has his heart set on Josiah because he has his heart set on Lyric Logan Shiloh and Casey and Janie and Derek and all my siblings and every last one of you on this devotional and everyone under the sound of my voice and everyone under my covering because he has his heart set on them he says I will deliver them I will protect them because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and give him honor. I will satisfy him with a long life and show him my salvation in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Let me read one more thing to you this morning. Thank you, Father God, for encouraging us in your word. Thank you that your word takes precedent in our life. This is Psalms 27. And the title of this Psalms is the Lord is my stronghold. It says the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom shall I dread? When evildoers came against me to devour my flesh, my foes and my enemies stumbled and fell. Though an army deploys against me, my God, my heart will not be afraid though a war breaks out against me i will still be confident i have asked one thing from the lord this is what i desire to dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life gazing on the beauty of the lord and seeking him in his temple for he will conceal me can somebody say that i'm concealed in a matter can i say that i am concealed in a matter right he said for he will conceal me in his shelter in the days of adversity. Can you say that? I am concealed in a matter, right? I'm concealed in a matter. He will guide me under the cover of his tent. He will set me high on a rock. 
Then my head will be high above my enemies around me. I will offer sacrifices in his tent with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. I will raise a hallelujah to the Lord. Lord, hear my voice when I call. Be gracious to me and answer me. My heart says this about you. Seek his face. Lord, I will seek your face. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not leave me or abandon me. God of my salvation, even if my mother or my father abandoned me, if the Lord cares for me because of my adversaries, show me your way, Lord, and lead me on a level path. Do not give me over to the will of my foes for false witnesses. You need to hear this. False witnesses rise up against me, bearing violence. I am certain that I will see that the Lord's goodness, I am certain I will see. I am certain. I need to say that to you one more time. I am certain that I will see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart be courageous wait for the Lord. And we know for a fact, for they that wait upon the Lord shall what renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. And I actually love verse 28 of Isaiah. When God is talking, he says, do you not know who I am? That's how that's Lakeisha's version. Do you not know I am? Do you not know what kind of God you serve? Do you not know I'm the King of glories? Do you know I'm not bigger, bigger than any situation that I'm bigger than your finances, that I'm bigger than any trouble that you're in, that I'm bigger than any courthouse, that I'm bigger than any white house. Do you not know the God that I am? That's what he says in the 28th verse. He gets gang. He gets, he, he reminds me, he said, do you, do you not know who I am? Do you not know who sits on the throne? Do you not know who's the King of glory, the Lord strong and mighty, my God, the Lord strong, mighty in battle. Don't forget who I am. I love that. That's what he says to them in the 28. He said, do you not, do you not know who I am? My God. And I told you yesterday, the scripture that God gave us is it's yes and amen. And God, if God is for us, who can be against us? I'm excited about the word today. So let's talk about your shield of faith, right? And we know according to the scripture that each man is dealt a measure of faith. And I'm pretty sure in some times you have felt like your faith isn't big enough or your faith isn't strong enough. And, um, it is like, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is. You feel like your faith isn't strong enough or your faith isn't power enough. And it is right. So you've been given, you've been dealt a measure of faith. Romans 12 and three says, for I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man, the measure of faith. Everyone has been dealt the, not a measure. That's, that's the thing we have to remember that we have been dealt the measure of faith. The remember I shared with you the difference between a and the indefinite and definite. The is definite. The is definite. You have already been dealt the measure of faith. You have been dealt a definite measure of faith expects, ex especially when you accept it, 
Jesus Christ and Lord and Savior. You just may not know how to use your shield. You may not know how to properly place your armor on. You may not know how faith works for you in a time of trouble. You don't, you may not understand that. And so if you don't understand how faith works for you in a time of trouble, it's Isaiah, the 40th chapter, the 28th through the 31st verse. Um, um, you may not know how your measure of faith is dealt and you don't understand that it's definite. It's not a, it's not an indefinite article. It's a definite article. The measure of faith. When we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and savior, we are dealt the measure of faith. You are born with the measure of faith. You are reborn with the measure of faith. And so most of the time, it's not that you lack faith or that it's that you don't understand your faith or that your faith has not been girded with truth. Remember, we learned that the first part of the armor that we put on is the truth. And in that truth, we learn who God is and what God is and how God is and what God says about us. And the only time the enemy can um, come against your armor is when you're not girded with truth, when you don't understand the truth of what God says, when you don't understand, he says, no plague shall come near your dwelling. When you don't, you don't understand, he says, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. When you don't understand, he says to you, you've been chosen, you've been redeemed, you've been set free. I feel the anointing of God. My God, I feel your power, your protection and your vision. And so the enemies, um, the enemy loves to shoot fiery darts. And that's what this scripture says. And this is what the shield does for us. And when you don't understand that your blessed breastplate of righteousness, like if you constantly walk around in condemnation, then you don't understand that your breastplate of righteousness is guarding your heart, protecting your vital organs and not just allowing anything to get in. This is why it's important for you to chew on the word of God and understand what the word of God is to you, for you, and what the word of God does for you, because the word of God is active. It's, it's active. It's active. It's a live, it's living and it's activated. So let's go back to that scripture, Ephesians six and 10. It says a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And if you were not on here and you need to go back and catch up all our videos, Videos are available on YouTube on the Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha YouTube channel, right? And you can go back and you can understand all your other pieces of armor and you can understand what Paul was saying about being strong in the Lord. So he says, put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil for we are not fighting against. Can somebody say that we are not fighting against flesh and blood? We are not. We are not. Can someone say that? I am not fighting against flesh and blood, right? I'm dealing with the principality but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, <laughs> therefore, I love when God talks to us with a therefore, therefore put on every piece of God's armor. So you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Can someone say that after the battle, I'm still going to be standing firm because I'm not going to fight this my way. 
I'm going to fight this through the weapons that God has given me. And because I fight this through the weapons that God gives me, then I'm going to stand real firm. I'm going to stand real firm. And the reason that I'm going to be able to stand my ground is because I'm going to put on the belt of truth. I'm going to put and the body armor of God's righteousness for my shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news from the gospel of Jesus Christ so that I can be fully prepare. And in addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that shield of faith and how to properly use your shield. And I know some of you are probably like, I got a tiny shield. Because that's what you feel like, like when you are new to the faith or when you don't really understand everything in the word of God or you had just been going to church or you had just been caught up in religion. Some of you are like, I got a tiny shield. Like, I don't know that my shield is still big is my shield is big enough, but your shield is gigantic, right? Your shield is gigantic. You've just got to build up your faith. You've got to know what the truth is. You got to know what the word of God is. You got to know what God says about you. You got to know that I can't keep fighting on my own territory and in my own thought process, in my own ways. Remember, you cannot straddle the line. You cannot accept what this world tells you and then turn around and hold on to what God tells you. You got to make a decision. You know what? I'm going to trust what the word of God says, and I'm going to abandon man's thoughts, my own fears, I'm going to, I'm going to abandon all these things. And what I'm going to hold to, I'm going to stand on the side with Jesus and I'm going to go to the word and see what Jesus said to me. And I'm going to go to the word and understand what Jesus was saying about me being healed. And I'm going to trust what the word is. I'm going to stand on the side of Jesus. I'm not going to straddle the line. That's why I keep telling y'all spend as least time as possible on social media or reading and watching and listening to things that are in fact tearing down your faith instead of building your faith. So faith is a shield that protects your entire body. And when used skilled and when used appropriately it will keep you from from experiencing the fiery darts of the enemy so let me give you a little historical context first of all the roman shield was the side of like a door like it wasn't a tiny little shield this shield was like so important to the soldier the shield provides a blanket of protection and the shield is meant to be taken up in every circumstance right um and shields were also usually painted with identifying marks so when we take up the shield faith identifies us that's what it does Faith identifies us. And so the shield was sent to protect us. It's super, 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 super important. And so back in the day, they used to launch fiery darts, right? They used to launch fiery darts at them. And one of the reasons that they would launch a fiery dart was because they knew that it would send a soldier into panic. They, they knew that a fiery dart would 
send them into panic. They knew if they launched something that appeared to be significant, if it was an assault on the family, you better hear me in this, they would launch a fiery dart that would send a soldier in a panic because the enemy knew that if he launched a fiery dart, because it wasn't just a regular dart, it had fire and it looked like it could burn up the shield, right? But it couldn't burn up the shield of faith. What would happen is if someone was not shod in the gospel of peace, my God, if someone's feet was not fit, fitted with peace and they didn't have their truth buckled around their waist and their breastplate of righteousness was not in place. They didn't understand who they were right standing in Christ Jesus. Y'all got to hear me on this. Then when the fiery darts came at them in the literal physical stance, what they would do is they would drop their shield. They would drop their shield. They would get in a panic and they would drop their shield and they would become a part. They would become more vulnerable. They, they would become more vulnerable. And the enemy knew if he launched a fiery dart that if they were not girded with the shield of faith, if they didn't know that faith goes to work for them, if they didn't know faith works on their behalf, if they didn't know that faith, when they raise a hallelujah, when they raise a standard of faith, when they say, I trust you, God, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, um, no, if they didn't, if they raise faith, then they would raise the shield. When they raise faith, they raise the shield. When they raise the shield, then the fiery darts would be extinguished, but the enemy would shoot fiery darts with them, thinking that the fiery Thank you. Thank you fire that the fiery darks would send them into panic. And anytime they would scramble and get into panic, they would drop their shield. They would forget what faith says for them. Hebrews 11 and one says now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see what we do not see, what is not known to our natural man. And we know that without faith it's impossible to please God. So satanic Satan's attacks, the fiery darts, they come to get us to doubt God. And every time we begin to doubt God, then our shield is lowered or we get, we get sought in a panic. Every time we make a decision to respond to our environment, to our circumstances, according to what the world says or how the world acts, or we go into panic or we start repeating right? We start repeating what we're hearing. Then we let doubt come in. And anytime we allow doubt to come in, it's trying to keep us to lower our shield so that we will not believe God so that we will not believe God. And so Satan's attacks can sometimes cause us to doubt God, but our faith what the word says, the shield is what prompts us and reminds us, you know what? Even though I may not be able to see what God is saying, see what God is doing. I'm going to know for a fact that God is true to his word. God is true to his word. God has never left me. God has never forsaken me. And I'm, I'm going to hold to the fact that's what, when we raise that shield, when we say, I'm going to hold to the fact that God is true to his word, then we place the shield. The shield is set up around us and we're going to quench the fiery darts. 
the enemy is not going to allow, not be able to just sling or slang or shoot fiery arrows at us because we know what the shield of faith, we take up the shield of faith. We say, Lord, I trust you. I don't understand what's going on, but I'm going to trust you. I'm going to believe in you. I'm going to find my hope in you and I'm going to get strengthened in your word. Satan's goal is to plague us and entice us with doubt so that we will go seek instant gratification. When we seek instant gratification, we put down our shield. We won't trust God. We'll do like Abraham and Sarah did. Instead of being in faith and waiting on Isaac in the promise, we'll create a Ishmael. And so faith recognizes the deceptiveness. That's why you gotta have the truth around you because faith will recognize the deceptiveness. So when your spirit is being built up in the truth and all of a sudden you start being bombarded or plagued with thoughts that don't add up with the truth, your faith, your shield will rise up. See, your shield will operate from you as long as you've been feeding it, as long as you've been polishing it, as long as you've been taking care of it, your shield will rise up and say, that's not your thoughts. Your thoughts are supposed to be pure, lovely, and of good report. Those aren't your thoughts. That's not what God said about you. God wouldn't be condemning. God isn't causing, calling you a loser. God is not telling you your marriage is never going to work. God is not telling you your child can't be saved. God is not telling you that addiction can't be broken because he knows that anything in the name of Jesus, Jesus, anything can happen, right? God is not telling you that. That's what your shield of faith will raise up and do for you. Well, the only way that you're going to properly be able to yield your shield is that you know the truth. You have to know what the truth. Faith recognizes the deceptiveness of the enemy's tactics and it quickly, it quickly, it quickly extinguishes the arrows, right? So when, when Satan tries to accuse us, Faith chooses to believe that Jesus has redeemed us and there is no more condemnation, right? Romans 8, 1 says, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There is no wrath or judgment of God for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. My God, you can apply that in so many places. So God's wrath or judgment doesn't come or is not going to be against us for those of us who are in Christ Jesus, right? Romans 8 and 34 says, who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. And if Jesus is interceding for us, my God, you ain't got no better advocate than that, baby. You ain't got no, if Jesus is interceding, if Jesus is before the course, see, you got to understand this spiritually. You got to ask God to give you, this isn't just religion. This is you understanding relationship, who you are spiritually, how God created you. And so when you understand Jesus is in the throne advocating, right? And so when the enemy starts coming in like a flood and the fiery third, um, the uh, throw, the darts are being thrown. Jesus is in the courts, the high courts of the heaven saying, whoa, 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 wait, whoa, 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 whoa. 
Father, whoa, 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 whoa. Those are your children. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They are under the blood. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I died for them. Jesus gets in the position. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No plague shall come near their dwelling. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No weapon shall formed against them shall prosper. Jesus stands in position and says, place. No, 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 God. They are under the covenant of the blood. He reminds God, I don't care what they've been acting like. They are under the covenant of the blood. And so Jesus Jesus does that for us. And if you have a Jesus who does that for you, baby, you ain't got nothing to worry about. You ain't got nothing to worry about. He's the one that intercedes for you. Revelation 12, 10 and 12 says, and I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brothers have been thrown down who accuses them day and night before our God, right? And Jesus, as he's trying to accuse, Jesus is like, absolutely not. They are under the new covenant. They are under the covenant of the blood. So faith, the shield of faith is one of our greatest gifts. <laughs> the shield of faith is one of our greatest gifts that we can have. We just need to know how to use our faith. We just need to build up our faith. And so some of you who have feeling like you're not strong enough, you just got to chew and build up your faith and get the nourishment that comes from this word so the enemy cannot keep fire, throwing firing dots. First Corinthians 13 and 13 says, now faith, hope, and love abide these things. But the greatest of these is love. You got to know that God says without a doubt, for who, for, for I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. You got to know who and what Jesus is. And you got to understand your relationship with Jesus. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, for by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of the works so that no one may boast. Your faith is a gift of God. Your faith is a gift of God and your faith, your trust in God, your fact that you know that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus will rise up. When you know that Jesus is on the throne, it will rise up and it will vindicate for you and it will advocate for you. And any voice that tries to come against you, the Lord will deal with it solemnly. So rest in the truth of Romans 8 and 34. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us in Christ Jesus. That's what you take faith in, that Jesus is interceding for us in Christ Jesus. Everyone can hold on to the promise that God, everyone born of God, everyone born in Christ Jesus, overcomes the world. You can hold on to that. So for everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. That's first John five and four. You got to remain grounded in your truth. Come on. Come on, Jeanette. Come on, mama, Jeanette. You got to feed your faith and starve your fear. You have to, you got to be so wrapped up and grounded in your truth and know what the truth, what the word of God says. But we are so limited by our truth because 
Our faith, our, our shield is not working for us the way that it should because we are limited in our truth. Isn't that good? And so our faith becomes a shield and will raise up in us when we take on faith, when we know what the word says, when we choose not to straddle the line, when we gird ourselves with the truth of who God is and who Jesus is, when we do not do it in our own strength, <laughs> when we do not do it in our own strength, then the shield will protect our weak areas. And even when I'm weak in a weak area, I can ask the Holy Spirit, help me, help me with this. And then I continue to grow my faith. And how I continue to grow my faith is spending more time in the word of God than anything else. What does the word of God say? Well, the word of God says there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So I'm not going to have to suffer or the wrath of God. You got to know these. I'm going to leave you with these things, three things. You got to know God will not break his promise. You got to know that you got to know that God is faithful. And you got to know that the shield of faith is not only our faithfulness to God, but it's also God's faithfulness to us. So you got to know what God says about you. So if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is the time I want to offer to you that you make Jesus King and Lord of your life. All you got to do is acknowledge that you are a sinner and believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins confess it with your mouth and go on and let me baptize you. Let's go on and get to some water real soon. And then I would love the opportunity to disciple you. We serve a good, 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 good father. He is the, he is the God that redeemed me. And if you don't know my story and you don't know my testimony, you know, and you, you haven't experienced that side of my life. I'll be willing to share it with you so that you understand how much Jesus loves you. He took this little sin written, sin stained, jacked up little girl who was living her own life, doing her own thing. He took her little self and he wrapped her in his love and he began to grow her in the things of Christ. And I am just grateful for who he is and grateful for who God is. Let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you for our shield of faith. I thank you, Father God, that your word is the only truth. Father God, I thank you for your people today. And I thank you, Lord God, that you are strengthening them and that they are being girded in truth and they are girded in your righteousness. I cancel every assignment off their life that has brought them into a position and a place to believe anything else outside of you. Let them rest in your truth, Lord God. Let them abide in your truth, Lord God. Let them become anchored in you. Give them eyes to see their angels encamped around them. I thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. I thank you, Father God. We reverence you today. We thank you. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Lord God, let us be anchored. I thank you that they are hungering and thirsting for righteousness like never before. And I thank you for Jesus. And I thank you for the Holy Spirit in Jesus name. I love y'all. I love you so much. I need you to these days get this word in you. We, we've been already, if anybody has been on here for the last year and a half, really almost two years, but since October, God has been preparing us 
God has been giving us instructions. God has been giving us wisdom. God has been giving us knowledge. God has been giving us understanding. And God has been with us all along, if you know this. So I love you so much. If you missed the other teachings, today was the shield of faith. Go back and get the other teachings so you know for a fact what the word is. Now, I want to extend one last invitation to you. I want to offer you the opportunity to become a partner with this ministry. Um, your partnership is changing lives. Your partnership is helping us get the gospel throughout the entire nation. Your partnership is helping us feed the sick. Your partnership is helping us to go into the prisoners. Your partner is, I mean, to heal the sick, to go speak in love on the sick. Your partnership is helping us feed and get 200 meals or more every month. So we just want to offer you the opportunity to be a partner with us. I love you. I told you we're going to keep preaching the gospel. We're going to keep preaching the gospel. We're going to get the gospel throughout all the earth. I know what the word is said. And Jesus is coming back for a church without a spot or a wrinkle. And it is our assignment to lead you to God through grace so that you become firm in your truth and firm in your faith and you know exactly what God says. So go to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Consider partnering with us and becoming a partner of this ministry. I promise you, you won't regret it. We love you. I love you so much. But more than anything, God loves you and he will redeem the time. I'll see you back here in the morning. Don't forget, we are now Facebook Alive. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.